upon further review. This is Panther Talk prior to a week six game in London, England. Let's look back, though, with Panther head coach Ron Rivera to a victorious Sunday against Jacksonville. Coach, your team has won three straight ball games. What factors have fueled this uprising? Probably the biggest thing, Mick, has been the consistent play of, uh, of, of all three phases of football. You know, I think on offense, we've run the ball very consistent. And for the most part, when we get a chance to make plays, we've made them. Defensively, for the most part, we haven't really given up big plays over the top, although the other day we gave up a couple. But for the most part, we've kept it in front of us. And, and, and then on defense, when we've made plays, they've been big plays, You know, whether they be big sacks, big takeaways, or we've even scored on defense. So I've been real happy with that. And then some really good play from the special teams. Somewhere along the lines, whether it's on the kick team, the, the, the return teams, or, or, the, or the field goal, field goal block teams, somebody's come up with a big play. Field position was real important last week. Uh, and I really thought our, our punter did a nice job of flipping the field for us a couple of times. I thought Mike Pilardis came up big when we needed to, um, you know, just before the half and at the end of the game. I was going to ask you about Pilardi. It's funny you went there because I was going to ask you, what does it mean to the team to to have a, a, a skilled directional punter? He can not only hit the long ball, but uh, he, he's got a nice touch on the mid-range stuff as well. Absolutely. And, you know, like I said, just before the half, he, he flipped the field with a big 60-yard boomer. Um, and then – uh, at the end of the game, when we needed to pin him back, to, he put one on the five. So Mike's done a tremendous job for us, and he's been very consistent ever since he's become our punter. He was fired up, too. He had the fist pumps and things going toward the sideline. Have you ever uh, played with or coached a, a fired-up punter like that before? <laughs> I've been fortunate enough to have a few of them around, around me when, I, when I, either I was playing or coaching. Um, one I do remember in particular was a, a young man named Maury Buford who was our punter when I was with the Bears back in 85. Uh, you know, real good directional guy, very consistent hang time guy. So, you know, it's kind of neat to, to, to see a guy like Mike Pilardi play the way he has for us uh, since he's become our guy. And he's an awesome guy, too. Coach, in the broadcast booth, Jake DeLome called a couple of names consistently. One of them was John Matsko. He said, "John, this is a John Matsko victory. Was he right, and if so, why? Well, it was pretty impressive, I can tell you that much. Um, you know, for rushing for 285 yards and, you know, averaging over 10 yards a carry, that, that was pretty good. We had two major runs. One was for over 50 yards, and the other one was for over 80 yards, and both of them were, were runs. Um, uh, that were, you know, both led to touchdowns. And, and, and again, when you can run the ball as consistently as we have all year, but really when you needed to, we had a four-minute drive, you need to score or you need to get yourself in scoring position, and we did. Um, that, that really speaks well to the, to the coaching of, 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 of Coach Matsko and Travell Wharton. Um, and I just think the two of them have done such a great job with our guys. How did Dennis Daly grade out at left tackle, Coach? Dennis played very solid. He really did. For a first-time start at left tackle in a big game, that was that was huge to watch him get out there and, and do the things that he needed to do. And, and really, you know, he, he, he kind of showed our faith in him correct. And, and that's big. You know, a guy we think can play, comes in, gets his chance, and takes advantage of it and plays well. That was good to see. The other name Jake was mentioning was Norv Turner. He thought Norv Turner had, A, a good plan in, and B, called a very good game. What do you think? Oh, I have to agree. I really thought Coach called an excellent game. I thought he, he put ourselves put us in position to win. You know, one of the things that he did and he featured was was Christian. Christian came in, did some really good things, but the way he put Christian in position to to, to be matched up one on one with line uh, with uh, linebackers, I thought was excellent. And again, Coach does such a nice job of finding ways to get people open, whether it be receivers or running backs and, or tight ends. Uh, it takes a lot of pressure off the quarterback, and and that's one of the things that he's done very well. Coach Ron Rivera on Panther Talk, coach with the visual acuity of hindsight and being able to study tape, did it seem as though that your defensive line won the battle against their offensive line? We did. You know, we didn't get the numbers that we were hoping to get in terms of sacks. We got two big sacks, 
Both of them were sack fumbles, so we had three fumble recoveries. You know, we, we, we pushed the linebacker. We held their running game in check with the exception of we gave up a big, long run because we missed a gap fit. Um, you know, which is disappointing. But one thing that we, you know, that, that we'd like to have seen us is a little bit more pressure on the quarterback. You know, the, the quarterback Minshew was able to step up a couple times, avoid the pass rush, and was able to find receivers downfield. We knew that was going to happen, um, but it's just disappointing, just because we had been so good the first four weeks of keeping the ball in front of us without a couple get behind us. And again, we just we just can't allow that if we expect to be championship quality defense. Was a great win yesterday, Coach. Congratulations. So now the team heads to London. And I know you. I know you're curious and you're a historian and you're a learner. How are you going to balance the demands on your time over there with a desire I imagine you might have to see a few sites? <laughs> well, the biggest thing, Mick, what we're really trying to do is we're going to try and get as much work as we can done here uh, by Wednesday. And then we'll fly out Wednesday night. Um, we'll get there Thursday morning. Uh, we have, we'll have meetings. We'll have a walkthrough, uh, installation periods. And uh, then we have a couple functions we have to do, um, you know, for the league, and then we have a recovery period for the guys in terms of they'll get some they'll get some extra treatments, some ice baths, um, they'll get some massages, some some uh, muscle stimulations, stuff like that to get them, you know, kind of reacclimated, and then we'll hopefully try to be uh, as normal as possible on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in terms of of our meeting times, our installation times, and our practice time. Uh, and hopefully we'll have created a little bit of time for those guys to just explore a little bit of London. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a great city. I've, I've played in London when I was a Bear, and I coached in London when I was with Norv in San Diego. So I've gone through it a couple of times. What we're doing this time is a little bit different because we're leaving in midweek. We want to get as much as I said, you know, as I said, as much done as possible by Wednesday. And then when we get there, we can have as normal as possible Friday, Saturday, Sundays. But it is a, a business trip, right? And you're approaching it as such. And uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks will be waiting. It's fantastic, Coach. Thanks for your time. Good luck. We'll see you on the plane maybe tomorrow at practice. All right, Mick. Thanks. Hard to know where to begin breaking down a special weekend and a great day yesterday at Bank of America Stadium. Let's start with the Hall of Honor festivities, Marty, because you were a part of this both at the banquet on Saturday night and then also, of course, yesterday during the game. What emotions did it bring up for you during this time? Oh, man. I mean, just, you know, you think how lucky you are to know guys like that. I mean, Jake and Smitty and, and Jordan and Wesley. I wasn't here when, when Wesley came here, but uh, as he made it abundantly clear, yeah. <laughs> I was here when he left. But, um, I mean, just the people, all four great guys. And, and what you'd love for everybody to have the chance – just just when you know those guys and you know what they are as people, there's just so many emotions that go. And then you see everything they've done for you as far as helping, you know, the team win games. It's just in their commitment every day that you see. Uh, it was. It was a special weekend. Did you think our fans responded uh, well to the moment yesterday at halftime as well? Oh, incredibly. I mean, it was great. When Smitty pulled off and, and showed that jersey, it was uh, it was neat. Those are one of the things, you know, I've been in this league a long time, but this weekend will be at the top of my memories that we really, really will. It seemed fitting, too. The Panthers won, even though uh, Carolina tried to, to keep Jacksonville's world propped up a couple of times. What uh, what kind of game was it in your estimation? Well, that's one of the main reasons it'll be one of the top in my memories, because we did win. If you lose, you, you try not to think of those things. But the combination of the two, um, I, I think you really saw a team that, that, that you know, we had some opportunities to, to 
really put the game away and and it didn't work out in in that resolve and the resiliency that we showed I think um, is uh, something that good teams do and good teams know how to to do that everything might not work out the way you want it but you continue to grind and make plays to win the game and and we did just that Riding home uh, last night with with the Zoka, I remember thinking, and he and I might have even said, I think that was a pretty good football team that the Panthers defeated yesterday. How do you view it? I view it very much the same. I think it's an excellent defense. It's a, it's I think it's I would regard it as a top ten defense. And then offensively, they're really finding their w- rhythm with the the young quarterback who is slippery and runs around. And then they have one of the top running backs, power backs in the league, and. Um, their offensive line starting to come together, and they got some receivers who can run. And DJ Shark, who I, I really I like coming out of LSU, and he he's really turning into a heck of a receiver. So um, they, uh, I think they're a really good football team, and and we had our hands full, but I think we're a good football team, and I think we're starting to I think we're getting better every week, just like we said last week. I think we're just getting better and better each week. Is there anything that you can say to elucidate Christian McCaffrey and his performance that, that we haven't already searched our minds for the adjective? It's amazing because, you know, the first thing, it's just the heart that, that strikes you. But when you go through all the, 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 the physical attributes that you went for a running back, I mean, just checks them all off. It, it's just, you know, the, the, the body balance that he has after contact that you see, I don't know how many times yesterday. I mean, he gets hit, he, he turns a four-yard gain into a nine-yard gain, a five-yard gain into an 11-yard gain. And then he has the speed in, in the burst to break that long one. It's just, uh, he's just a special player, can catch, and, and it's hard to, I don't know how you cover him with a linebacker. I, you know, not many teams can do that. So um, just a special player physically and then what he brings just drive wise and and uh, he's just he's 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 incredible what'd you think when you saw Reggie Bonifan break through running free cut to the right and then take it to the house I've been the play of the game really I mean you know that that play we're we're what we're up by one at that point or we're in and uh, it was uh it was something that you, you just I, first of all I always think of Jeff Morrow when I think of Reggie Bonifant because he stood on the table over and over and over again as a as a rookie free agent last year because he said he could do so many things and then to see the way Reggie has come in here last year as a practice squad guy and then progress and, and add 20 pounds uh, from last season to this season and he could always catch the ball and he was an excellent receiver it's just he has improved his his between the tackles running now and and has great vision and and is extremely smart and just saw the 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 crease and went and it was uh again it was a huge play it's a huge play and i think that we've talked a lot about the depth of our team and it's it's in in that this league is a battle of attrition and i think that our depth is is really showing up here in the last few weeks there were a lot of heroes everywhere. We'll ask you about a couple of names on defense, and then we'll wrap up with Marty Herney, GM of the Panthers, our guest tonight on Panther Talk. Eric Reed seemed like the 25 was all over the place. Was was this one of his better games for the Panthers? Yes, and I mean it was. You know, this was a game that we knew it fit Eric. We it was going to be a physical game. They're a punch in the mouth team, and 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 he's that kind of player. And he stepped up and made a ton of tackles for us. And. Um, then you go up front and you can list names. Gerald McCoy played played a, an excellent football game, as did Don Terry Poe and and Mario Addison and and Brian Burns.
Burns, and if I'm forgetting somebody, I mean the the front really played well. So, um, but yeah, Eric Reed stepped up and and played extremely well. He's had a lot of good games for us. Yesterday was one of them. It's hard to evaluate sometimes interior line play unless they get sacks. But what should we think about Vernon Butler and where he is in his game right now? Vernon gives you some athleticism and, and can penetrate. Um, and, and again, you know, we've had some injuries inside, so we're, we're counting on him to play a, a pretty significant role. So um, he just keeps working and, and continues to keep getting better. Um, but you don't find many defensive tackles that have the athletic ability that Vernon has. Last question for Marty Herney. We'll let you go. we got London, England coming up. Have you been over there? And uh, what kind of trip do you think it's going to be for the, the Carolina Panthers? I have not been over there for the NFL. My brother, a long time ago, um, lived over there. So I've been over there. Um, and actually, I have a niece that lives over there. But um, I, I think that, you know, the key here is just to treat it like a, a, a regular business trip. It's 1 of 16. And it's not only 1 of 16, but it's a division game right. against a team that beat us in week two. And we have to keep it going. We, if we could somehow win this game, and, and, and we just, it all starts playing well. And that's one of the things I've learned. I focus on us. And we just have to go and play like we can play. We have an opportunity to get to four and two at the bye. I think that, you know, from where we've started, our, our guys, again, the resiliency part of it and, and the drive. And, and now I think, you know, we're getting some confidence. So uh, I think the key is to treat it like a, a, a regular business trip, like it would be going to Seattle. Or, or San Francisco or any place like that. Appreciate spending time with you, Marty. Thanks for your time, and we'll see you this week. Thanks, man.